Hello and welcome everybody to episode 151 of Today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today's episode, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful friend and GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner, as well as our art director, Daniel Nighttide, Evernight Studios, Alba, <laughs> the, the man with five million names. How's oh, it going, God. you guys? <laughs> good, good. How are you guys doing? Uh, good you know, now. I'm, I'm with you guys, hanging out, talking about the gaming news. I'm much better now. Had, so, had a yeah, nice nap during good. the state of play. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a state of something. That was yeah. Um, by the way, as a quick uh, quick apology to those of you. I know we we briefly teased uh, Ant Dude being our guest for today, but unfortunately, he had some last minute technical issues, so we couldn't make it with us today. But we will certainly have him on again on the show. We love you, Ant Dude. You know that. Uh, Our audience loves you, so we will definitely have you on whenever. Poor guy tried to, got got all excited about his new uh, graphics card and wanted to install it right away without, you know, and then of course, (laughs) computer's gonna computer. Of course. Right. Uh, Exactly. Right. So, but but we'll certainly have him on uh, again soon. It'll just be, you know, when when his computer's back up and running, it'll be, uh, it'll be awesome. Uh, just as a reminder, at the top of the show, we are giving away a Nintendo Switch OLED model uh, when we hit 75,000 subs right here on YouTube. And all you got to do to win it is be subscribed. When we hit 75K, one of you is going to get a free Switch OLED model. It is in our uh, fellow GVG co-founder Steve Bowling's room at the moment. And he's itching to send it out to one lucky winner. And uh, for those oh, yeah. of you wondering where Steve is, he's just busy with work, as, as he mentioned a few episode, episodes ago. He's had to uh, step away from being on every episode of TNT uh, to spend more time with his family. So, you know, he's doing that. He's working. We love you, Steve. You know that. And uh, he will be back on Friday. So don't worry about that. You will see his lovely face on Friday. Though we uh, should mention that uh, I, I did get the chance to talk with uh, Steve today. And um, we should probably announce right now that there will not be an episode of TNT on Friday unless something big happens. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do something a little special, uh, and, and unless yeah. something big happens, like if, you know, Mega Man Legends 3 gets announced, for example, Capcom. Uh, no, but but absent any big news, we're going to be doing, instead of TNT, a Mario Party Superstar stream. We're just going to, kind of like our Sora stream from a couple of weeks ago, we're just going to all play yes. Mario Party Superstars together and hang out with you guys and stream and chat and have a good time. So yeah. I'm just going to we'll crush Steve and Ash, and that's all, you know, that's nice and fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> should be should be a good time. Um, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Uh, but of course, if there is major breaking news, we will we will have a regular TNT instead. But uh, I'm having I have a feeling probably not. But we'll I agree. see. I agree. Feeling yeah. Um, well, th- there was a chance that we would briefly talk about the state of play at the top of today's show, but there's not <laughs> that much to talk about. Um, not to say that there wasn't anything of value there. King of Fighters 15 was hype. New Star Ocean out of nowhere. And uh, you know, I know some of the some some of the indie games they showed. Some of it was looking cool to us, some of us not. But uh, there was certainly something there, I think, for everyone, uh, depending on what you're into. But I just think overall, the pacing of the show wasn't that exciting, and it just wasn't the most notable state of play, really. Not yeah. by a long shot. There was, yeah, yeah, there was for the for the fans of Bug Snacks, they were eating well. Uh, yeah, pun, in, pun intended. Right. <laughs> Bugsnax DLC, which I still need to play that game. I hear Same so here. many wild things about it. I, I got to play that. Um, I know there are people who will defend and love that game to the death, and some some right in, in our own community, and I'm certainly interested. So it's just a matter of getting you know getting around to actually playing it, but I'm really happy for all the Bugsnax fans out there. Um, but with that said, 
Uh, we do have a lot of news to snack on today, folks. So shall we go ahead and get right to that? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and get that first news story up on screen, uh, which uh, has to do with the recently released N64 and Genesis Switch Online. So let's do that. All right. So um, for better and worse, the N64 and Genesis NSO apps are out. Uh, the expansion pass, which is pack, I should say, which is ridiculously expensive. It's been released. It's out. Uh, hopefully, you all out there are on family pl family plans. But an initial data mining of both apps has revealed some interesting details, and these come by way of Mondo Mega on Twitter. Um, and the first thing here is that uh, data mining the game IDs in the N64 app has revealed that there are at least 38 titles planned for this service. Uh, the list is alphabetical, so some of the gaps can be filled in. For example, 37 would be Majora's Mask, 32 would be Smash Brothers 64, 33 would be Wave Race 64, hell yes. Uh, mm -hmm. 14 through 16 is Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, etc. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. Uh, the Genesis app is even, or the Mega Drive app, depending on uh, what you prefer, uh, is even more interesting because there are at least 52, or at least uh, indications of at least 52 titles planned for that particular service. And that's a lot of Genesis games. Uh, it's which almost is as much really as the Sonic's, uh, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection, so yeah, kudos. Yeah, and and as I understand it, the uh, I, I feel like I heard the emulation for the Genesis app was done by M2, which makes it even more exciting if more of the games are uh, coming. I'm not sure. I mean, they've, they've ported these Genesis games to how many systems at this point? They, they've got these yeah. games down. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then one other little bit of information here is that uh, Mondo Mega also adds that if you look at the first number of the game IDs for each platform, you can kind of uh, put together the fact that there is still another, at least one more platform coming to the service in the future. For example, the SNES is, gets two, N64 is three, Mega Drive is five. So it goes to follow that given everything we've heard about Game Boy being in the works, that Game Boy is probably number four. Um, that's not confirmation, but given everything we've heard, it sure seems to be looking that way. So yeah, there's a lot of cool That'd stuff nice. here to talk about. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, for me, the, the fact that there are apparently over 50 games planned to come to the Genesis services, perhaps the main story here to me, I'm crossing my fingers for Mega Man, the Wily Wars, just so I can have a really good version of that to play without needing to hook up my Genesis, uh, mini to my mm -hmm. TV. Um, but what about you guys? How are you, how are you feeling about this, uh, this data mine? Well, uh, with the amount of, uh, games they have, they have pl planned coming to the N64 service. Um, I'm hopeful. It seems like we're probably going to get all the major releases. Like, cause what the N64 had, I want to say 150, 200 titles in total. So that's easily yeah. gets us to about a fourth yeah. of that. <laughs> so major ones. Yeah. Get rid of all the I, uh, sports stuff that probably won't get ported. And if they bring Mischief yeah. Maker, that'd be awesome. You know, <laughs> oh, please, Mischief Maker. And Treasure uh, did hint that more titles would be coming to the service a few weeks back, back when it was first announced. They said, you know, it's not just sin and punishment. Look for they teased more titles coming to the service. So I would think Mischief Makers would be I high am, up on that list. I am looking up what else Treasure has done. <laughs> Uh, and sixty four, so we have an idea if they say more is coming. Yeah, I never got to play Mischief Makers back in the day, so I and I've always been interested. I've heard Same really here. good things about it, so I would really like to be able to play that. 
Konami, I know you're weird right now, but please bring the Goemon games to Ooh, this service. Ooh, Goemon. Oh, nope, great. you're not going to get that. You're going to get Castlevania 64. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's, no. That's so get. the only other, uh, real quick to go back to Treasure, because I did find this. They made three games on the N64, Sin and Punishment, Bangai O, and Mischief Makers. I've so, heard of Bangai O. So it's either Bangai Bangai O or uh, uh, Mischief Makers. So, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully Mischief Maker. I mean, hopefully both. I mean, Treasure's a treasure. And so actually, Bangai O was only ever released in the States uh, on Dreamcast, never the N64 version. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we shall see. Yeah. There's a few key titles I really hope that we can see that come to this service eventually. Like, we got Pokemon Puzzle League. If we oh, can get something yeah. something like uh, anything oh, with please. Puzzle League would be amazing. Um, I'm going for a few favorites of myself, like Bomberman 64. That one was mm-hmm. a really... That was oh, a so it's, it's so good. It got put on the Wii U. And it has its it own did. full-blown story mode. Like, there's a full-blown story mode in Bomberman 64. It is basically a platformer. That story mode is in, is insane because I didn't even realize there's a whole uh, there, there's a whole part of the story that turns that it turns the whole story on its head if you collect all the gold cards, which is like a, a collectible you can get throughout the entire story. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually did 100% that game back in the day. It's not easy. It's not. It's not I, easy. It's it's such a cool reward and really difficult to achieve reward for getting all that. Just yeah. the fact that you can have that extra part of the story. Um, but yeah, that and like. Marman 64, the second attack, which is the sequel. I've never played that. No, I've never so played that. Rare. It is and so I also never played Bomberman Hero. There's that as well, which has a really oh, cool really? soundtrack, by the way. That has a But really... I haven't played the game itself. That has such a cool transy soundtrack to it as well. And it doesn't play like Bomberman 64 either. It's it's more like a like kind of like a Mario not Mario 64, but you go from the stage like stages really. Mm-hmm. Um and and uh that one doesn't have multiplayer. That's where that's where Bomberman 64 comes in, but the single player mm-hmm. is really like something that that stuck with me for a long time. And Man, I guess one I guess one more time. Yeah. Oh, online with Bomberman 64 would be incredible. Let's just say online Bomberman 64 <laughs> multiplayer in my veins. Yeah. Please. Please. Um, I haven't had a chance to try out the online yet. I'm looking forward to trying Star Fox 64 especially. Uh, but that does bring up a, a kind of a concern. And that's, how, you know, right out of the gate, uh, people have been noticing that the N64 simulation in this service really isn't up to par. Uh, mm. So hopefully by the time some of these other games arrive, Nintendo will have kind of will have addressed these issues because... Uh, I don't know if, if I, I think we talked about this briefly, but there's been a screenshot specifically of Ocarina of Time floating around out there mm. on the service yeah. with the room where you fight Dark Link in uh, the Water Temple. The water looks it's horrible just and mud. Like it's just muddy water. <laughs> the mud temple, cool reflection like that. The reflection adds so much to the atmosphere of that room, and it's just completely lost That's with so... the way it looks on this on this simulator on, on this emulator. Yeah, that that's so fascinating because in other emulations of this game, um, I looked it up for because I owned um, Ocarina of Time Master Quest for the GameCube. That was like the pre-order bonus you got for for Wind Waker. It looks perfectly right. fine. Like that was like that's that's as close of a perfect emulation in that room that you can see where you fight Darling as as any other emulation I've seen, or as any other like original copy of N sixty four that you've seen before. So it it really yeah. varies depending on what platform it's been emulated on. Like Wii U was obviously with its dark filter. And, yeah. and now switch mm-hmm. with the with no fog and this crazy like no texture on the water in, on certain surfaces. It's crazy. I, I really mm-hmm. am curious to see how this emulator will handle. Assuming Wave Race sixty four is coming to the service. Oh boy! Uh, the how they're oh Wave Race because of the water effects and I that is hope the game. that they get it right because the game is so good. Wave Race is so good. Um, I so I, I hope they get it right by then. 
Uh, and as Neozon or Neoxin, I'm not, I know you say Neoxin, Derek, I say Neozon. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, but as uh, they point out in our YouTube chat, Banjo Tooie is likely in the pipeline, given we're getting Banjo Kazooie. Hopefully, mm -hmm. Diddy Kong Racing as well. Um, I know we're never going to get GoldenEye, but God, would that be the dream to have online GoldenEye? I would uh, laugh my ass off if they actually put um, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day on there. That would be. You know, it'll never happen. I don't think it'll ever happen, yeah, but God. Okay, Neoxon said. Okay, so I think you're right, Derek. Neoxon. 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 Okay, Neoxon. Okay, Thank good you. to know. I'll remember <laughs> that for you. future. For the future, but uh, yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff. Apparently, a lot more content apparently coming to these uh, services. Which, and uh, yeah, definitely. If you're going to get this service, definitely find a family plan to jump on because yes, if you can, that's that. the only way to make it reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, it's also, it is worth noting though. I did want to bring this up, uh, regarding that, that fifth mystery platform, which we do think is game boy, but, uh, SKM Blake did reply to Mondo mega on Twitter and, uh, with, with kind of an interesting factoid, uh, saying that, uh, it, it might just mean that they didn't want to give the number four, she in, in Japanese to a platform because she also means death. Uh, and there's a, mm. there's kind of a superstition mm. surrounding that in Japanese culture. I still personally think for is just Game Boy, and I think it's coming. But that is a, a possible alternative explanation that may be worth be. keeping in the back of your mind, and maybe that just means Game Boy sticks. You know, who knows? But I do <laughs> think Game know. Boy is real. I think it's coming to the service eventually. Yeah, it just adds it more value real. to the expansion pack, and I think that's what people are going to be looking for now with this. They want the, right. the Nintendo needs to show the value of that ma massive pipe price increase. Yeah, they just yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Well, right. I think we pretty much covered everything there is to about this, but uh, exciting stuff indeed. Uh, before we move on, though, we do have a few Super Chats. Uh, first off is $5 from Axcon, saying the Mortal Kombat rep for the Warner Brothers fighting game will probably be Cole Young from the 2021 <laughs> movie. God, please no. He was by far the worst part of that movie, you which I his... otherwise pretty much enjoyed, but he was so boring. Yeah. He was just, oh, he was so oh, boring. Like his power was armor and tanfa. Like I, I went yeah. the whole movie to see what his uh, what would they call it the <laughs> the special ability or whatever whatever the special ability is. Yeah, but and it just ended up being body armor and tanfa. Like come on, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We are going to be talking about multiverses uh, later in the show though, so look forward to that. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, two dollars from Flamechon seventy three. Thank you so much. Saying, have you guys seen Squid Game? I have not yet. I'm uh, sad to say, I want I to. Not. Okay, so none of us have yet. It's on my list. My wife and I just finished What If last night, and I think Squid Game is probably next on our list of things to play. Or play, watch. Um, so hopefully sooner or I don't know if you later, want to play Squid Game. I don't think so. Based on what I've heard, I don't think I want to play Squid Game. Uh, and Flametron, by the way, thank you so much. Uh, this is, to my knowledge, my first time seeing your name uh, in the chat, Super Chat or not. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, Love seeing you. new faces in the chat. We hope to see you back for future episodes. Absolutely. Uh, next is $5 from RecBCQ. Thank you so much. Uh, saying, bring every title Ant Dude brought up in his forgotten N64 platformers videos to NSO. I have not seen that video I yet. I think another I'm one curious. was like uh, Glover, I think, was mentioned. Maybe it was in its own video, but oh, I know Chameleon Twist was mentioned. Oh, I played that. I forgot about that game. Chameleon Twist was cool. Let me look up oh, what, what other games he mentioned on there because I completely there forget. are so many. I wonder if Jeffrey Gemini was on there. Be. 
I don't think Jet Force. It was platformers specifically. So. Oh, okay. I don't think Jet Force Gemini was on there. Um, where the heck is it? <laughs> Might so be further back than I remember. Goemon. Goemon. And hey, like Disney. I said before, yeah, maybe Goemon. Mega Man 64 is how we get Legends on, on Switch. It's, it's not the best oh yeah, go, he game, did mention but... Goemon and Rocket Robot on Wheels. Oh. Which, oh, yeah, definitely I that one. That. I don't think I've heard of that. Okay. Oh, that's the first game from Sucker Punch. Oh, gotcha. Which has, I think it's, uh, I think I was told that it's the first game to have a, a console game to have a physics engine because you're a, you're <laughs> a one wheeled robot. So you, it's, it does interesting, interesting. things. Right. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, hey, uh, Mondo Mega, the, the, the person who taught, who uh, did the data mine is actually here in our chat. Oh, thank, wow. Thanks so oh. much for being here, Mondo Mega. Thank well, you. Uh, adding, yeah, thank you so much. Also adding that there's evidence of transfer pack support being worked on. Uh, so they're hopeful that Pokemon Stadium ends up there after Game Boy launches. That would be cool. Oh, that would be really cool. Oh, my God. Especially if I take it online. Cool. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we also got another uh, super chat from RecBCQ for $2. Thank you so much saying, wait a sec, what did you think of What If? I mostly loved it. I'm not going to spoil anything here for people who haven't finished it, uh, but I mostly loved it. I thought it was great. The animation is mind-blowingly beautiful, especially the fight scenes. And to kind of piggyback off that, Neoxen asks, uh, favorite what-if episode? For me, it's, I think it's episode four, the Doctor Strange episode. That's Easily, the, that one takes That's the next one I have to watch. So, <laughs> Oh, it's so good, Derek. It's so good. I, I heard from uh, some people that the zombie episode was the worst one. The worst episode. I think, overall, that was probably my least favorite episode, the zombie one. I didn't, like, dislike it, but it was the one that kind of sticks in my mind the least, I would say. Hmm. Have you seen any, any of what-if, Daniel? I'm like Derek. I'm also working through it right now. So okay. I guess I, I need a, I'll get back to you on that opinion for sure. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, all right. One more super chat for now. Then we'll move on to the next stories. Uh, $4.99 from Screamo Shaman. Thank you very much. Saying Hisui and Zorua is fueled by hatred for humanity after being shunned and succumbing to the harsh environment of Hisui. Mood. I read that <laughs> earlier. It, it didn't quite make Go- the, the cut as a main story talking about Hisui and Zorua and Zoroark. Those are hard to say. But uh, I did read that Pokedex entry, and that's definitely one of the cursed ones. Ghost Pokemon have the most messed up backstories, especially when they were a normal Pokemon, and then they became a goat. They changed uh, to ghost type because the same thing happened to uh, Corsola, where it's like bleached coral and whatnot. It's like, oof. That's so sad. (laughs) It's really messed up. Mm. Yeah. Gotta love those cursed Pokedex entries. But all right, let's go ahead and move on uh, to our second news story, which uh, we hope, or I hope, none of you will take personally. Personally. Oh, Oh, boy. Let's get that up on screen. So, uh, Shoji Meguro, longtime composer at Atlas, also very well known for the Persona series, is leaving the company, he just announced, uh, to pursue his his passion and dream of developing indie games. And he's actually... Uh, currently in development on an indie game to be announced on November 6th, and uh, apparently this game is going to be a near-future science fiction stealth action JRPG, so that, that should be really interesting, but mm. I think uh, the, the point a lot of you are going to want to have confirmed right now is, don't worry, he is still going to keep working with Atlas in a freelancer comp- uh, capacity, so he's not going to be gone from future Persona games, uh, presumably, and, and uh, future Atlas games, and, and they're in fact... Uh, according to Gematsu, they're in fact really supporting Meguro in his new endeavor. And like, you know, they are actively going to continue working with him, but support him 
in leaving the company in an official capacity to go support his dream of being an indie game developer. So um, I think this is about the most positive, wholesome way Megiro could have left Atlas. And I yeah. know fans of his music, of which I'm one, I'm certainly relieved to hear mm-hmm. that he's going to keep working with them as a freelancer. Yeah. It's been it's crazy that he's been with Atlas for since 95, 26 years. Right. 26 years. That's wild. And uh, during that time, he composed many games in both the core Shin Megami Tensei series and the Persona series. And uh, what, what's really cool, too, is that Kodansha Game Creators Lab, which is an independent game developer support organization, uh, has also announced it's going to support him uh, in his development of his indie game. And I believe they even uh, funded they, they funded him as part of a contest. Yeah, Kodansha supported Meguro with 500,000 yen in funding as a special prize for making it to... Uh, round one or to the final interview i guess mm-hmm. of the game creators lab indie game competition in wow Japan. so that's really cool so wholesome yeah yeah this so shoji Meguro is so well respected within the community of like composers and he's been with atlas for as you said like 26 years ever since revelations persona came out in 1996 um, right he's been with the main series of Shin- he's been like the sound the mostly the like identity of the shin Megami tensei series like the main core series uh uh, Devil Absolutely. Summoner, the Persona series, which a lot of people are now well more informed about. <laughs> oh, he did Trauma but, Center um, music as well. Yeah, yep, Trauma he Center. He Trauma Center is such good music. Digital Cat- Devil Cat- Saga. Music. Yeah, you yeah. basically think of a major Atlas release. <laughs> exactly. He probably had a hand in it in some way or form. My God. Um, I know there are like some people that are, are discussing how, oh, how will what Bubble Persona 6 look like? Like, will they have actually, uh, will they commission Shoji Meguro to be a part of this? And um, even if they don't, even if they, they move on with a different composer, since now he's doing more of his own thing with his own creations, um, I think they're going to be in good hands because um, ever since, I believe it was Persona 4, he's also worked with um, Asushi Kitajo, who's been with the, he's been um, working hand-in-hand with Shoji Meguro in, in separate like games within the uh, Atlas's uh, titles throughout the last like decade or so. Um, even games like Persona Q2 and and games like Persona 5 Strikers, um, mm. Shoji Meguro didn't really compose anything. He was more like a, a sound director, and he was uh, uh, like they'll have you, you can hear his like remixes in there. But most of the, the music that you hear in like Q2, like they have the same aesthetic, that same feel. He can really like replicate that kind of feeling that Shoji Meguro has. Mm. So if they let him like do his own thing for Persona 6, if they decide to like move forward with a new composer. I think they'll be in good hands if they do like a, their own style and their own um, um, their own like you know aesthetic to that one. So, like, yeah, really respect the, the work that they've done. But yeah, moving forward, I'm really excited to see what he has planned for this indie game for sure. Yeah, it certainly sounds interesting, and and just it's in general, it's just good to know that he is feeling supported and being supported in in his dream of of making indie games. I think that's really cool that he's taking this chance. But that he's not. But he's doing so with the backing of Atlas. You don't. Mm-hmm. I right. feel like you don't hear that very often. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, full blessing. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just like everybody's happy. He's like, yeah, go off and do this. Do what you got to do, and get. Well, you know, I think it also helps breed new talent. You can train the next generation and all that. Um, I mean, look at the freaking uh, you know range he has though. To, because you look at the first Persona, it's music and it's uh, you know it's PS One and doesn't quite have the funk like i honestly thought a new composer was brought in for persona 3 forward because it was so you know presumably different from what the original the, fir- the first persona games had 
He's got range, man. Yeah. Shoji Meguro is a fine wine. His music just keeps getting better as time goes on. <laughs> well, and I love how that's being reflected by basically repeated lines in the YouTube chat. Lizard81288 says, Devil Survivor had an amazing soundtrack. Then Washer says, Nocturne had a great soundtrack. Eric Pina then says, Strikers had a god tier soundtrack. That's right. All Obviously, <laughs> yeah, all him. Uh, Megrido is definitely one of the all-time greats when it comes to uh, video game music, and I would just say all music. He's so incredibly talented, and yeah, uh, really looking forward to seeing what he does next with Atlas, but also what he does with his indie game that's going to be announced on November sixth, which we may be talking about uh, on an upcoming episode. So yeah, we'll have to see what it looks should like. Be, uh, yeah, should should be good times. All right. Well, uh, looks like we don't have any new Super Chats to read out as yet. So let's just go ahead and move right on to the third story, which is our other big story of the day. It's multiverses, baby. Let's talk oh, about multiverses and get that up on screen. <laughs> so this is just a leaky, leaky ship. It's weird how we didn't hear anything about this. Like, we didn't even know this existed, like, what, a f- a several days ago? And now suddenly we're hearing all these leaked details. We've heard a few. Uh, we've heard of a few characters right off the bat. And now we're getting even more details. And pro Smash player Hungrybox posted a picture of the character select screen. And in a brilliant move, Warner Brothers has been DMCAing everything they can about this, basically confirming that it's all real. Which is why I'm pulling it, it down alone. right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. that's all you get. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if, if they just left it alone, they could at least, you know, keep up the illusion that maybe it's all unfounded. But when you start DMCAing shit, it's just, you're basically low-key confirming that everything you're DMCAing is legitimate. And this is wild, though. So Nibel uh, posted on Twitter some some new details, some new leaks about multiverses. Uh, their source says, quote-unquote, it looks cheap, which is... Uh, yeah, maybe don't get too <laughs> excited about this one. Yeah. Uh... It could be a free-to-play title. Uh, future characters will be sold as DLC. And here's my favorite one. I can't believe this. The first oh. DLC fighter could be LeBron James, as seen in Space Jam <laughs> I uh, I'm calling I'm he's my main I'm a LeBron main man if he's coming to this game I'm I'm mating LeBron I can't believe we're talking about this what is even going on here LeBron James fighting Bugs Bunny and Gandalf and uh, <laughs> that is of course and that's also probably worth talking about too so there is the character select screen uh, that has revealed a few more characters there's Steven Universe Batman Harley Quinn Finn and Jake from Adventure Time. Shaggy, Superman, Wonder Woman, Gandalf, Rick from Rick and Morty, Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, and apparently a brand new character. In a yeah, some character. sort of yeah. lion thing with antlers in the top left. Yeah. That's an original yeah, thing. Looks like we like, looks like Appa from Avatar crossed with a carbuncle from Final Fantasy. Yeah, here. kinda. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> and I, I, it's weird. I almost feel like I've seen that thing before, even though I know it's a new character, but it's, it's reminding me of something I can't put quite put my finger on, but it's reminding me of something, but either way, it doesn't matter. It's this is just so weird, you guys. A, a I, post, well, the post Smash DLC world is looking very really scary, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> the other weird thing to me looking at this is the only character that, like, I feel like they found a way to get these characters to kind of mesh pretty well with each other, uh, style wise, based on this uh, this um, they seem character to. select screen, yeah. except for Rick. Rick. Yeah, Rick looks Rick. terrible. He he's Rick looks like he's actually he looks more like he's he's walked right out of Nick, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Like yeah, kind of weird, he makes it kind of look fake. Look. Like he's the like a fake character, but like the Harley Quinn model, I love that. That's that's straight out of the Harley Quinn TV show, that's which everybody great. should watch because that is a fantastic show. Yeah, 
Skull Kid Tiger in our live audience chat says, Batman to Steven. Steven, this is where I watched my parents die. <laughs> Steven starts singing. This is so weird. I can't believe this game. Like, Gandalf's going to be like, you shall not pass. And Shaggy's like, just, like, not, like, not today, man. It's just I, like, I don't even know where. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with this. There's just so many. There's such a an extreme sense of weirdness here. But at the same time, there's so much potential for just wacky mashups. We talked in our previous episode when the first details came out about how the Animaniacs could be this be in this game. Give oh me Yakko, Wacko, and Dot versus LeBron James. I am <laughs> in, man. I'm so in. I don't care how cheap the game looks. I'm in. Oh my god. This, so Warner Brothers owns Cartoon Network, therefore they own Adult Swim, therefore they yeah. own Toonami. So if we can right. get Tom, if you get the host of Toonami, Tom in this. I mean, that's exactly that's what Flame be... Chan just said with the super chat that's of $2 cool. saying, how about Tom oh, from Toonami well, or Samurai go. Jack? So, boom. Yeah. Man, you just, like read my mind. Uh, Samurai Jack is another one I would totally love to see um, in here just clashing with Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Like, what is this game even going to be? Be. <laughs> well, it looks like each character has like I do believe it could be like free to play type thing because each character has like a symbol on their top yeah. right and then like a number one down below. So I feel like each character will have kind of levels. I I think the reason to be excited for this is going to be very quickly dying <laughs> because it's uh-huh. if if it's free to play, if it's a mobile title, it's going to be junk. It's probably still going to be junk. It's I just, hope it's not mobile. That would be the one thing the that thing. would be like, I, I don't care if it's cheap. You know, I don't need it to be Smash level. I'm enjoying Nick Brawl just oh. fine, even though it's nowhere near Smash quality. But if it's a mobile game, like mobile only, that would probably be enough for me to be like, I mean, I hear free to play and I think mobile. I'll be honest. No, totally. You're, no, I totally get where you're coming from. It very well could turn out to be that. Uh, but I, I do hope that's not the case. And, or even if it was like a low buy-in, like you know, twenty bucks or whatever, and then you just pay for the rest of the characters as DLC for who you want. I, I just hope it's a console game, or at least also on console and not mobile exclusive. But I hear you, Derek. When you think free to play, you think mobile first. So yeah, who knows mm. what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, I just there's so much potential for just absolute. Well, I already say I say potential. The matchups we're looking at already are super weird. And... It really does. I mean, honestly, seeing Bugs and Tom and Jerry next to each other, I want a classic cartoon fighter. Get the Looney Tunes versus the Mickey Mouse gang versus the Hanna-Barbera yeah. cartoons. Yeah. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. Roger Rabbit this thing. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, someone, I think in our patron chat mentioned Daffy Duck. Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you have Bugs in there, you got to have Daffy. Oh, yeah. Um, there there are so many uh, potential uh, characters for Tiny Toons as well. Elmira could be great. Uh, there are so many things they could do with this. Uh, Freakazoid, you know, I just, I love, <laughs> I love the potential here, but I, I know that, that obviously it's looking like the game itself probably isn't going to be anything particularly special. Definitely not. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's certainly not going to be the, the, I, I hate this term, the what, anything killer, the smash killer that people said Nick Brawl, some people said Nick Brawl might be when it was first announced. It's not going to there is no Smash Killer, but no. <laughs> I am I am excited for the just idea. Just like of Killzone totally became that Halo Killer. Yeah, I that oh, yeah. whole term, the whatever killer. Can killer. we all just? Can we just? Can both exist covered. without trying to kill each other? Can we just enjoy both games? No, like, you like must die. Killer. Yeah, <laughs> you must choose. die. It has to be. Yeah. Oh, um. God. So we'll see what happens here, but it's it's 
they have to announce it soon, right? Because this is the leakiest it, shit. Yeah, it has to be pretty close, and we're, we're going to see it, and it's going to be disappointing, and we'll all move on. <laughs> we'll all go back to me. Damn, you're like really down on this, Derek. Well, I, again, free to play. Free to play, man. That's all uh, I can say. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And the original character, I, I got to admit, the original character sucks. <laughs> no, I mean, the design? Well, the design's fine, but what does that have to do with fighting game? How does that match yeah. up? Honestly, it's definitely weird. Like, okay, I'll be honest. This, it looks like, and this is not disparaging at all, but this this is what it reminds me of design design wise. You know those Chinese DreamWorks movies? That's what design looks like to me. Oh, uh-huh. oh I, I can see it. This, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Neoxen makes a good point, saying having LeBron in, in, in this game is already more black characters than Smash Ultimate, which is kind of sad to be honest. Uh, same for Rick regarding Latino characters, and that's you know that's a fair point. I we all love Smash, and I adore Smash Ultimate, but it definitely there is a representation issue there, and you make a good point about LeBron being in this game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I think there's a place for it, but as you said, uh, Derek, if it is free to play, that's already they they just with that messaging alone, they're fighting an uphill battle. So. We'll see, um, but but hopefully this thing gets announced in an oh, official capacity pretty Bur- soon. Burb is mentioning mentioning Inkling and Villager. There are black variations of those characters, but it's not like the main one. I think is what. Right. It's, but it's not like the main. One. Exactly, exactly. So that's yeah. I think that's what Neoxin means. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I know we could probably talk about this and the potential characters forever, but we don't have forever. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, another a couple of other super chats. Uh, $4.99 from Screamo Shaman saying, I hate the way they refer to LeBron. It's as if he isn't a real human being. And I'm not quite sure I understand what you mean. It's it's the way um, that they mentioned, like... Oh, Warner the... Brothers' very own LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, in, in, the, tree, in the tweet, oh, yeah. yeah. That's a little weird. I, I, I read that as being a little sarcastic and just being a little silly. But yeah. if they actually mean that, that's certainly... We own him. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, we own him. No, he's certainly not. He doesn't belong to Warner Brothers, that's for sure. His <laughs> his character in Space Jam 2 does, but not uh, not uh, the man himself. So I see what you mean. And thank you, Screamo Shane. Uh, Story Smith with $4.99. Thank you very much. Saying, doesn't Warner Brothers uh, own part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventures? I, I hope don't so, know. When you put it like that. I hope they do. Oh, <laughs> God. Superman versus Dio. <laughs> incredible. That'd like, I can't even. Yeah. So I don't know if they do or not, but yeah, um, I guess we'll find out eventually if, you know, if and when this game gets officially oh, announced and Jenny, we see the full roster. Imagine the to be continued meme ending off a match. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, geez. They, that, they need to, if they ever make another JoJo fighter, they do do need to do that where round, round one ends and that's how it ends. Like when yeah. you get the final blow, it gets the to be continued go, uh, come up and then it goes to the next good. round. That'd be amazing. It's funny. This is something I hear a lot. Neoxen says, I mentioned the Animaniacs because my dad voices Yakko. And he does, but that's not why I mentioned them. I mentioned them because I love the Animaniacs, period. I love Yakko, and I love my dad. He's my dad. I love him to death. But I just, I'm an Animaniacs fan, man. I'd love to see all three of them in this game. So uh, I promise it really isn't just that reason. Uh, next is... Oh, I just I love how your dad is somehow involved in all these like platform fighters from like uh even in Smash you got um um uh, gosh the Gray Fox. Oh, he's got Gray Fox, the assistant. Gray Fox, and then you have like if we get um like 
like we get the Ninja Turtles in um, the Ninja Turtles. It was, voices. It was so close. We just needed Carl Weezer or somebody from Barnyard <laughs> yeah. or somebody from, um, uh, or one of the other turtles. He'd be in. <laughs> yeah, because wow. technically he's not quite represented in Nick Brawl yet. He only the turtles yeah. he hasn't played are in Nick Brawl so far. So yeah, got to be Carl Weezer, Donatello, Raphael. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> I was gonna. Oh no, Jenny in our live audience chat mentioned Neo for the Matrix is one hundred percent going to be in. With the new movie coming, with the new movie coming out, come on, you know it's going to happen. You know it's totally going to happen. Oh, Oh, that's so weird and cool. Um, Next is Jacob Tucker with five dollars saying, "I hope Warner Brothers collaborates with Rooster Teeth to add Team Ruby to multiverses after the DC comic series and the WB Japanese dub. It makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. I've been a fan of Ruby for a long time. Um, I've not watched Ruby. Part of the reason why I got the whole like Blaze Blue cross tag battle is because it was also Ruby crossed with Blaze Blue with Persona and, and um, Under Night and Birth. Um, they work well. They obviously they have a move set for fighting games, but um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if they would be involved in a game like this. To be honest. <laughs> okay, so J Town yeah, in yeah. the YouTube chat going on the JoJo thing says Joesha owns uh, all Shonen Jump properties, including JoJo, and they license the games through Bandai Namco exclusively at this point. So, no, oh, okay, that might be okay. it. Yeah, I see. All right. Well, even Indeed. if we don't get JoJo, there are so many other potential weird characters. Uh, Kitty Kong facts or Kitty Kong facts snacks in our live audience chat says, "What if they don't add Neo, but just add Keanu Reeves?" And honestly. With how much of a renaissance he's having, he's having, and just how wildly popular he is, that might even be more popular than Neo. Just yeah. Keanu Reeves himself, the man himself. And he doesn't fight; he's just or chill. In, uh, multiverses. Yeah, he just he just. Chill or and... each move is a different movie reference. One's you know <laughs> Bill and Ted, another one's uh, John Wick, another one's uh, Neo. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Twilord in our YouTube or live audience chat asks, uh, how would I feel about a mechanically smashed tier platform fighter from, from a franchise I wasn't into? Like say if uh, Bandai brought back their Digimon platform fighter, but had their smash team make it. Um, I would certainly watch it and, and, and certainly be interested in kind of a hands-off way, I think, but I don't think I'd play it. I, for me, smash is so much about the characters that are in the game. I have to have a connection to the characters in the franchises. If I don't Mm -hmm. care about the characters in the game, not really going to feel like playing it, I don't think. So that's just me. Uh, but that doesn't mean that other people shouldn't just play whatever, regardless of characters. So that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, got some good vibes here from Star 25 with $5. Thank you so much. Saying, after five years of saving up, I finally bought my first brand new car on Monday. Ooh, I'm so excited about this and wanted to share my excitement with you all. Congratulations, Star. That is a great feeling. Uh, that is, that's yeah, awesome. good for you. Congratulations. Enjoy cool. your new car. <laughs> That is really cool, and uh, we're all very, very happy for you here. That's awesome. Uh, next, uh, Super Chat. Danny, we have a question for you from Jared Helder. Two Canadian dollars. Hello. Thank you very much. Saying, Dan, what's your favorite graphic design in games? That's a oh, hey. question. Thank you. Um, I have to – my mind immediately goes to Persona 5. I was going to uh, say. I'm pretty, sure, <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that game itself – just if you, if you haven't seen it, like the menus, the UI, everything, the way that it flows so seamlessly into itself – that's pretty much helped influence um, the style of my graphic design today. Like after seeing that, it was such an inspiration to see. Like I, I, I worked so hard with doing like very like fancy lighting and visuals, but Persona Five shows you that you can just have solid shapes if you have a good aesthetic. You can definitely like make anything just pop if you have the right colors, the right shapes, the right kind of flow to it and, and feel to it. 
um that's definitely one of the ones that i i just it's just endeared to me so much and i just yeah four and five <laughs> those games are really have a yeah. incredible art style to me mm-hmm. thanks for the question well said. Nice. yeah no well said all right, well, let's go ahead. Uh, we'll get, I know there's some more Super Chats. We'll read those out after the next news story, but I do I do want to keep the show moving. So let's go ahead and move on to our fourth news story, which is for all the Pikmin fans out there. Let's get that up on screen. Okay, so you might have heard that uh, Neontic's new mobile Pikmin game, uh, officially now called Pikmin Bloom, has it has not only just been kind of officially reannounced, but is now rolling out. It's available now to download, uh, but only if you're in Singapore or Australia. Although Neontic uh, says that or say that the game is coming soon to other regions. So we shouldn't have to wait too long, uh, you know, anywhere else for the game to be available. It is available on iOS and Android in those territories. And I I have to say, I don't have too much to say about this personally because Mm -hmm. I'm not a big Pikmin guy. Uh, But it is Nintendo's next mobile game, you know, partnering with Neontic. And that's that's important and relevant (laughs) in and of itself. Um, but but it is very much like Pokemon Go in that you'll be, you know, you have to go out and actually interact with the real world. Uh, and, and, you know, well, I don't even think you have to interact. There. I think you just walk. <laughs> yes. Well, apparently you can share gardens. Like, you can share, you can, you can pluck Pikmin from the ground as you walk around, and then you can, like, use them to create your own garden or something, and you can share those gardens with other players. But I don't think it's quite as interactive as, like, Pokemon Go, for example. At first glance, no. That's the thing, like, Watching the trailer, um, first of all, it's really cute. <laughs> just to yeah. see, uh, they got the people working yeah. on the Pikmin animations working on these trailers. But um, they didn't really show any gameplay at all. They just kind of showed you walking and just kind of like the Pikmin growing yeah. uh, as your count goes up. Uh, there was like a, like a few seconds of combat, which might be a feature in there as well. But uh, it wasn't until like the very end that you see like you'll be using your me character and walking around um, uh, just like, you know, the world and and uh, has that sign of semblance of uh, Pokemon Go, where it's going to really like encourage people to go outside and walk. But otherwise, like we don't really know too much other than that. In that there was a screenshot of um, a list of like different kind of microtransactions from people that have downloaded the game so far. So, oh gonna, really? Okay. Yeah. So like you can tell, Niantic has a hand in there. So, but but yeah. as far as like the, the details, I need to know a little bit more just to just to uh, get a real firm grasp of what this could be. And I know Arlo's really excited about this because it was Pikmin. So <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's just you walking around and Pikmin follow you and plants grow. And I yeah. mean, it's just sort of like a small reward for walking. And that's about you- it. It's, it's and which Pokemon also had, but there was also the catching aspect. Mm-hmm. And right. I think the collecting aspect, yeah, you know, I think maybe you get to raise like individual Pikmin as well. So I guess there's an attachment aspect but uh, i mean it's cute (laughs) there's you know you can pick out your favorite pikmin you have they have all the pikmin types represented already um (laughs) this doesn't do much for me this ain't gonna encourage me to walk too much i'll be honest but it seems more like play itself honestly yeah yeah, it's just weird because the trailer doesn't. It's it's more of like a proof of concept feeling type kind of trailer. Even though the game is out yeah. in two regions, it's not it's not a proof of concept. It's real, mm. but it doesn't really tell you much about what the game actually is. What's the game part of it really? And mm-hmm. you know, I'll check it out just you know out of a sense of duty. You know, it's Nintendo's next mobile title. I got to check it out just to get a sense for it. Even though I don't really care about it, I don't think I'll stick with it. Um, not certainly not as long as I did Pokemon Go, which I stuck with for a couple of years. So. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, I don't know if it's it's 
what I'd, you know, it's certainly not the, the series I'd want to see go to mobile uh, for, for Nintendo. I mean, I'm not a big mobile gamer myself anyway, but I can certainly see, in a, you know, appeal in a, in a Zelda mobile title, for example. But I'm not saying Pikmin can't work in a mobile sense, but just the way, what this game is, I just don't quite know yet. I don't quite know if there's a there there yet, I guess. Man, you guys aren't excited for Pikmin 4? Pikmin 4 phones? <laughs> Oh, Pikmin no. 4 phones, yeah, exactly. Probably Pikmin 4, I'll, that's come great. Out. <laughs> yeah, and I know Pikmin fans have been so patient. They've been starving for a brand new Pikmin game for a yeah. long time. So, um, and Pikmin 3 I, Deluxe didn't quite get there. Ali, R, Ali AR in the YouTube chat mentions, I mean, what was the game part of uh, Pokemon Go when it released? It was just walking around and catching, and catching stuff. You just answered your own question. That, that's the thing. Because yeah. it was augmented reality and you were seeing the Pokemon in the real world, to a degree and there's just a natural impulse thanks to pokemon to catch them it was just you were naturally drawn to it oh, it's your pokedex. yeah, yeah. you want to throw the pokedex but that aspect doesn't exist in pikmin other than less unless you always see the the paths you walk are always more always marked by the flowers which encourages you to go further and further beyond or when you rewalk paths the flowers bloom more and more perhaps i don't know yeah, or have yeah. to walk so those paths. I, I don't friend. know what the gamma. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, how yeah, is this gamified a, exactly? That's the thing. Like, Pokemon Go kind of just explains itself as a concept, and with Pikmin, you need more context to be like, okay, what what's my actual goal here, other than just walking? And that's that's all. That's, that's the only part that's unclear. That's if we figure that out, I think it'll be a bit more appealing. But as it stands right now, it's like, what do we do? <laughs> right. Um, this seems so obvious in hindsight, but Eddie B in our live audience chat says Pikmin plus arms equals Pikmin men. That's so obvious oh, in hindsight. I love that. That's so wow. great. Um, yeah, I know, right? I love. <laughs> well done. Well done. I'd like to get my hands on that game. Uh, a, a Pikmin uh, arms crossover. <laughs> oh wow. Um, I don't feel yeah, like I have no, any legs. Oh man, it's. Oh, we got to stop. We're we're going down a dark <laughs> a dark road here. Um, but yeah, so Pigment Bloom is. Should, I'm guessing it'll be out within a couple of weeks in all territories. It seems like it's an active rollout, so we'll probably have more to say about it once we've all had a chance to download it and you know just, oh, just yeah. play around with it and see. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, but before we move on to our final news story, we do have a few more super chats. First is Shadow the Pika with five dollars. Thank you so much. Saying, "Don't know what I missed. Is multiverses real? I know it's a long shot, but Smallville is how I got into Superman. Smallville Clark Alt would make me happy." Well, it certainly seems to be real. We don't have official 100% confirmation yet, but Hungrybox just, you know, shared a, a, a screenshot mm-hmm. of the character select screen, which, yeah, sure, that could be faked, but that alongside all the other details about this that have leaked at around the same time, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And, of course, the fact that Warner Brothers is actively DMCAing everything about this that they can, that tells you everything. It's totally real. At least I, I think we all here think it is, so... Uh, Smallville Clark, all, I don't know if the, how likely that is, but that would be pretty cool. And we know Superman's in the game, so you never know. Thank you uh, for your super chat. Uh, next is Trace Hall with $2 uh, saying Pennywise would be eligible. Oh, OMG. <laughs> That's the thing. Is There are so many characters you would never even think think about uh, being eligible for this game because Warner Brothers owns so many different properties through their subsidiaries that you just don't, you just don't yeah, think about all the different <laughs> potential. Yeah, Pennywise, it's wild. Uh, next is $4.99 from, uh, from Korotama. Thank you very much. Saying, give me Harry Potter so I can meteor smash him as Steven Universe while in the Arkham Asylum. I love it. I, lo- I love where your where your head's going. 
with this. Um, yeah, so again, we, we, all we can do is wait for more details and wait for the official announcement and see where this character roster goes. But uh, as Derek has been saying, the fact that it seems like it's going to be free to play certainly puts a ceiling, I think, puts a lid on the maximum amount of hype for this as an actual game. But uh, yeah, I think so. We'll see where it goes. But uh, okay, well, I'd have to prepare everyone. Speaking of hype, this last news story. It's bad news, everybody. I just want to just set you up right now. I want to let you down gently. So let's go ahead and get this last news story up on screen. And I apologize in advance for breaking all your hearts. So Idris Elba, the actor playing Knuckles in the Sonic 2 movie sequel, has confirmed our worst fears. His voice isn't sexy. He's not playing a sexy Knuckles. Damn it. This is damn it right now. That this is a question that he was apparently asked. I because of course I, he was. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. I, oh. his, his full thing is honestly, I cannot say contractually. I cannot say anything, yeah. but I wouldn't say he was sexy. I don't think I was. I'm, I'm going for that. That's for sure. <laughs> so to confirm that. I so here's the thing. I don't care what he says. Uh-huh. Furbies will find a way. Oh. Oh, for sure. And another way, you know, Idris Elba just in general is just sexy. So right. I feel like even if he's not trying to play Knuckles in a sexy way, he's just, a, you know, he's he's a sexy guy. So how can you avoid it? It's just going to yeah. happen naturally. Is Chief Bogo even... sexy in Zootopia? No, but I guarantee somebody enjoys it. Oh, boy. That's a different conversation. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I don't even know what else to say about this. I just thought this was a fun, soft news story to lead us out of the show today. I just, you know, given just the the mean culture that Sonic currently exists in, I, I love that Idris Elba had to confirm this. This was a question that was posed to him that he specifically had to go out of his way to say, well, I can't say too much about the role. I'm under, I'm under you know, contractually obligated not to reveal anything, but I wasn't going for sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean... yeah. No Apparently shit. the context yeah, when w- was when asked in a recent interview with Screen Rant about how his history of debonair English characters would play into his Knuckles performance. Uh, it, he's like, well, he was not going to be sexy like those debonair characters, but I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Screamo Shaman says, as a furry, I can confirm that pretty much every Zootopia character is sexy to someone. Hey, you know what? Fair enough. And I'm sure there will be fans of Idris Elba's version of Knuckles regardless of whether he's specifically going for a sexy vibe. I'm sure there will people be people who find that sexy. As I said, the man behind the voice, he's sexy, so I don't see how much he could possibly yeah. avoid it. I mean, uh, he was voiced by Dan Green in Sonic X, and people find that man's voice incredibly sexy. So it's just <laughs> it's just the natural way that Character. Knuckles voice actors go. Yeah. One way or another, there, there will be sexy kid now. Sexy kidna. Sexy kidna. Stop it. <laughs> out. Get out. Well, I can't say that. It's already uh, near the end of the show. It's too late. But how sexy kidna. I can't. I can't even. That that made me selecting this story. That alone made it worth it. Thank you so much for saying that. Thanks for um, having me on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was never heard from again. Uh, no, but I mean, obviously, we are all super excited about the Sonic 2 movie. Uh, irrespective of how sexy Idris Elba's Knuckles turns out to be, um, and I, but this just makes me more even more excited for this movie. There's going to be so much ridiculous meaning surrounding this movie because Knuckles is in it that it's just it's going to be a wild ride, and I can't wait to see how this movie mm. turns out. 
I'm really excited. God, not, what have you done, Daniel? Nicrohan just said Knuckles the Sex Kidna. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you say that? Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll, oh, great, great Robert Armin X says, knock, knock, it's Elba. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's two. It's too, we've we've gone too far. We've flown too close to the sun, or glided too close to the sun, I guess, as the case They better be. give him his cowboy hat. From right? The, the I know they do. Somewhere in this movie, they have to have that little reference. That's, they, they, sh- they should do that. And there were so many cool little references in the first Sonic movie. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Even, maybe even if he had like a, you know, like a cowboy hat hanging up on a wall behind him or something. Even if yeah. he's not actively wearing it. I mean, it's Sonic wore a cowboy Sonic. hat in the first one. Just put that on him. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, unprofessional Lewis says literally unwatchable if it's if he's not sexy. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so so that uh, was a, so some fun, some funny, good vibes to uh, take us out of today's episode, which uh, is a little shorter than usual today, just because uh, we kept going right along and there wasn't too much in depth stuff to talk about with today's news. I think with the multiverse stuff, we talked about so many of the potential characters in the last episode that it wasn't worth retreading today but uh yeah we'll see where, where this all goes we do have a couple of more super chats to close us out first is five dollars from rec bcq saying random idea a crossover platform fighter where alt costumes bring the characters into other properties art styles Ooh, that's yeah there's, there's ambitious like but there's fun yeah i feel like there's a lot that could be done with that uh thank you so much rec bcq for the super chat uh, and then we have $5 from Lizard81288 asking, which movie are you looking more forward to? The Super Mario movie or the Sonic 2 movie? Sonic 2 is not even close. <laughs> yeah. Not even close. At least with like, Sonic at this point. Like, if it was Sonic 1 versus Super Mario, I would not be able to tell you. But thanks thanks to Sonic 1's track record, we have an idea what we're in for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we definitely have a better feeling of the pedigree that Sonic 2's movie is going to have uh, over Mario, which we have nothing to reference except for the voice. Yeah. We all know what we think of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, not looking forward to the Mario movie. We just don't know enough uh, about it to really get yeah. excited for yeah, it. Yeah, I think if it was... I want to know more. If it was live action Sonic 1, like if we were, if we were in the same state that we were for uh, so- the original Sonic and you know Mario was coming out around the same time and we knew the same amount of information about it, I'd probably say... Uh, Mario would be. I, I'd like. It's like it probably won't be great, but you know, uh, Illumination can at least make a okay movie. They're not outright bad. They're just kind of there. So I'd, I'd put my right. money on Mario. But because of the potential men, I you know I'd still kind of put Sonic One there. It's not great, but there's fun to be had there. And I think with Sonic Two, they 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 can make it even more. <laughs> they can make it even better. God, we need a trailer. Yeah, we really do need a trailer. I think that's that's when we'll be able to kind of set a baseline level of hype for, for how excited for this we should actually be. Mm. Yeah, for both, true. Yeah, for I think Sonic 2, it's like we kind of, in our mind's eye, we can kind of know what it's going to look and sound and feel like. But Mario, we have no idea. Other than the fact that it's an Illumination movie, we have no idea what this movie's going to look or feel like. And uh, as you said, Derek, all we know are the, vo- are the, the voice casts, really. And, yeah. you know, as you said... We already know how people feel about at least some of them. Um, I haven't seen as much pushback for some like Anya Taylor-Joy. People seem to mostly agree across the board is, is oh, a great, great choice for Peach. Oh, yeah. she's, she's wonderful. Great. I'm sure but, she's you know, It's, it's really yeah. the biggest it's pushback Chris is Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but definitely for me, between those two, I have way more hype for Sonic 2. 
uh, Claxon with $4.99 saying, <laughs> here I come, tougher than the rest of them, the best of them, sexy as Elba. <laughs> and that is, what well, that's mean? not our last super chat. That's probably oh. a great way to end, uh, a great note to end on. But we do have one more from Jared Helder saying, two, or with two Canadian dollars, thank you very much, saying, your room is a Katamari level. What do you roll up? Everything. That's a good, that's a good question. Hey, everything, right? But off the top of my head, laundry, uh, <laughs> bed sheets, a fan, an air purifier, shelving. Uh, that's about it. I mean, so our bedroom's kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, the start of it um, would just be like Amiibo, then games, then, you know, furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, all of my Amiibo, that's what you're going to get. In, oh, in nice. Like, yeah, there you go. All the Smash Amiibo that you can't see on camera, that's pretty much the entirety of my Katamari ball right there. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, like, shelving with, like, tchotchkes on it and stuff, but, like, I don't have my Amiibo uh, out in that room, so it wouldn't be that. But, yeah, just, like, various little items and stuff, but mainly, yeah, boring stuff like laundry and bed sheets and a fan, so, you know, fun stuff like that. Adult mm-hmm. stuff. Good, good times. But uh, that does uh, take us to the end of the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us for episode 151 of today's news tonight. We love doing this with you three times a week. And a big part of the reason why we're able to do that is because of our amazing patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen. Uh, Because without you, we could not do this. So thank you so much. And uh, because we're not able to do the credit scroll today, as we usually do, I'm going to read out uh, all the names of you fine folks in addition to our executive producers coming up. So without further ado, our incredible, wonderful, awesome patrons at the producer tier are... Jared Edinger, Jacob One, Kurosame, Mikhail Walburn, Felix Nebulous, Don Koopman, Kevin Online, Sonic Kurosaki, Nick Munger, Arcwing24, Ben Modrin, Chase Talbot, Ben Hannigan, Chickens, Joshua Wiseman, Iggy Coop, Kieran Das, Feeling Dreepy, Meowsticks, Ariel H, Blindman, Ryan Sardon Keller, Shuckle25, Darts, DJ Andy D, Joseph Bayer, Pedro Vasquez, Tony, Albi the Floof, Ian Seabach, Ben Frick, Guy of Guinness, Ben Morelli, Emil, Farina Reneus, Andy Chung, PK Gaming, Legend of Jess, Shoichi, Chris Lewis, Daniel Cod, Bo Blacks, Gold Lichting, Smoko 13, Michael Abuda, Akil P, Hello World, Alan Leung, Kristinton 2025, Coops Crib, Toast Cross Dimensions, Mega Amster, Nicholas Van Roven, Dean Evinger Jr., Chip Damage Mike, Abisola Osani, Jeff Ed, Ghost Wolf, Jack Hines, Blaze Star 25, Inferno Cali, Tom Sheniak, Taco My Salad, Jax, <laughs> Willow Pingree, Gasan Abunura, Maya Caraway, the Frieza Force, and Klaxon. Thank you all so much for your incredible support of our channel, of our Patreon, and of today's news tonight. We love you so much. And as always, we also have to give an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producers here and above. And those fine folks include Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky113, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, 
Evernight Studio, Biddy Yow, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, excuse me, Sakuragi, Becca, Killamox, Fizzywig Hoyd, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Deneth, Kota, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hubie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Ryaner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi Steve's Mom, <laughs> Kotar Peck, Scuff 196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Dark Steel 01, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Chibi J, Stagnasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Rizmon, Helen Kincannon, and finally, last but certainly not least, our latest executive producer, Calvin Atkinson. Thank you all so, so much for your incredible support. We love you so much. Uh, as, a, as a reminder, if you want to find out how you can get on this list, be called out at the end of these episodes uh, and various other perks, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvgaming. We offer a variety of tiers you can support us at, starting at just $1 a month. Every tier comes with cool perks like playing with us on stream twice a month, uh, interacting with us and our special guests in our live audience chat, as, you, as you've been seeing today. But even if you can't do that and you just support us on YouTube, it means the world to us. If you like, subscribe, ring that notification bell. Every little bit truly does help. Uh, and as a reminder, when we hit 75K uh, subscribers right here on YouTube, we're giving away a free Switch OLED to a random subscriber. All you got to do is be subscribed. And, and if we hit 70K, by the beginning of November, by November, November 1st, 12.01 a.m. 12.01 a.m. If we make it to 70K by then, we're just three less than 300 subscribers away. Derek and I have committed to doing No Shave November. So if you want to see our faces covered in ridiculous amounts of facial hair. Ash and, is dreading um, it. <laughs> There's part yeah, of him that's hoping do, it doesn't do it happen. Because, yeah, well, it's, it's funny. I want it to happen because I want us to hit 70K ASAP. But man, I hate not being clean shaven. So if you <laughs> if you use that as a reason, if you want me to suffer with with facial hair throughout November, get those subs up. Let's get let's get us to seventy k uh, by November first. Um, and also, just as a quick teaser uh, for Friday's episode, where unless there's some crazy breaking news, we're most likely not going to have TNT, but we're just going to be streaming uh, some games of Mario Party Superstars, just having a chill stream, Ooh. having fun, playing games together, hanging out with you all. Uh, chatting, and we're going to be giving uh, giving away a game from one of our very own community members. Skull Kid Tiger has been so incredibly generous uh, and uh, basically sent us a code uh, for Metroid Dread to give out to 
what uh, one of you all who is whoever's able to get it and enter the code first will get the game so uh you know make sure to tune in on friday whether it's tnt or mario party we're going to be giving away skull kid tiger's metroid dread code thank you so much for your generosity skull kid tiger that is super cool so look forward to that on friday everybody and until then good night and good vibes bye bye so we meet again